Welcome to this episode of Hip Hop History. This week we are getting into the incomparable DMX. Earl Simmons was born on December 18, 1970, with various accounts giving his birthplace as either Baltimore, Maryland, or Mount Vernon, New York. He was the son of 19-year-old Arnett Simmons and 18-year-old Joe Barker. Earl was Simmons' second child. She had given birth to daughter Bonita two years prior, and later gave birth to one daughter, Shayla. His father, Barker, was an artist who painted watercolor paintings of street scenes to sell at local fairs. Barker moved to Philadelphia and was largely absent from Earl's life. As a child, Simmons suffered greatly from asthma, being taken to the emergency room almost nightly due to him waking up unable to breathe. He was raised as a Jehovah's Witness but became disillusioned with the faith after an incident where he was hit by a drunk driver while crossing the street. A month later, an insurance representative went to his house to try and reach a, reach a settlement to prevent his family from suing. Simmons claims he was told that his family could have been awarded a settlement of $10,000 and possibly even more for the injuries he sustained but that his mother rejected the settlement as she claimed that the Jehovah's Witnesses were taught to be self-sufficient, although the group's official doctrine at the time did not prohibit sewing or receiving settlements. Simmons went through a disjointed childhood that included being beaten by his mother and her various boyfriends so badly that he lost teeth and sustained numerous bruises and cuts on his face. Due to poverty, he slept on the floor with roaches and mice crawling over him at night. When Simmons was five years old, his family settled into the school street projects in Yonkers, New York. When he was six years old, his mother knocked out two of his teeth with a broom after he innocently erased something in her notebook. At school, he threw chairs at teachers and stabbed another child in the face with a pencil. When he was seven, an aunt got him drunk on vodka. The same year, he was jailed for stealing cakes from a market. One summer, his mother locked him in his bedroom, allowing him only to exit for trips to the bathroom. At the end of the fifth grade, at age 10, Simmons was expelled from school and sent to the Julia Dykeman Andrews Children's Home for 18 months. In what he described as a defining moment of betrayal, his mother tricked him by telling him they were going to visit the home. Then she enrolled him. A few months later, he was arrested for arson in an attempt to burn the school down. He nearly killed his co-conspirator. When he was 14, Simmons began living on the streets on Yonkers to escape his mother's abuse sleeping in Salvation Army clothes bins and befriending stray dogs. Shortly after he began doing this, his mother once again sent him to a group home. During his stay, Simmons bonded with other students from New York over their shared love of hip-hop music. After performing for his friends, they encouraged Simmons to continue writing music at the behest of his teacher. When he returned home, Simmons and Reddy Ron, a local rapper who was impressed by Simmons' beatboxing skills, asked him to become his partner. Simmons chose the name DMX, which came from an instrument he had used at the boys' home, the Oberheim DMX drum machine. It later was also interpreted as Darkman X. As a freshman, at Yonkers Middle School, DMX was the second fastest on the track in Fields varsity team. However, he had bad grades and sparse attendance record. He turned to robbery as a way to get out of poverty. His first was a, a purse snatch theft in Yonkers that netted him $1,000, equivalent to $2,500 in 2020, which he used to buy a new leather dog collar, dog harness for his dog, and a pair of Timberland boots for himself. By the end of the year, he attended school just to rob people and was robbing three people per day. He then turned to carjacking. DMX got his start in the music industry at age 14 in 1984 when he beatboxed for Reddy Ron. After serving time in prison for stealing a dog, he began writing his own lyrics and performing at local recreation centers for younger children. DMX was first sent to prison in 1986 after stealing a dog from a junkyard. He was sentenced to two years in the juvenile unit at the Woodfield Prison in Bahala, New York. However, just weeks after starting his sentence, he and his cellmate successfully escaped the prison and DMX returned home until his mother forced him to turn himself in and finish his sentence, which he did at the McCormick Juvenile Detention Center in Brooktondale, New York. Simmons was sent to prison again in 1988 for carjacking and was later moved to a high security prison. After attempting to extort a fellow inmate for drugs. He was released in the summer of 1988. Simmons was sent to prison again in 1988. He was released in the summer of 1988 when officers of the Fort Lee Police Department executed a search warrant of his home in 1999. DMX promptly surrendered himself on, on weapons possession charges. In 1988, while in jail, he began dedicating almost all of his free time to writing lyrics and also meeting with rapper K Solo. When he was released that summer, he began producing and selling his own mixtapes where he rapped over instrumentals from other songs and sold them on street corners, which helped him build a local fan base all over New York. In 1999, 
1971, The Source magazine praised DMX in its unsigned hype column that highlighted unsigned hip-hop artists. In 1992, Columbia Records signed DMX to its subsidiary label, Rough House Records, which released his debut single, Born Loser. He released his second single, Make a Move, in 1994. He made a guest appearance alongside Jay-Z, Ja Rule, and Mike Geronimo on the classic underground track, Time to Build, on Mike Geronimo's debut album in 1995. During this time, DMX formed a bond with fellow up-and-coming rappers Jay-Z and Ja Rule. The three collaborated many times and formed a group known as Murder, Inc. The group was short-lived due to internal issues between DMX and Jay-Z. After the breakup of Murder, Inc., DMX disparaged Ja Rule in interviews, accusing him of being a copycat, drawing comparisons between himself and what he saw Ja stealing his signature gruff style of delivery. When DMX partnered with Jay-Z and Ja Rule in Murder, Inc., there was a feud between Jay and himself, which also contributed to the failure of the group and working together. According to reports, the feud started in early 1990s after a rap battle between the two, which, which led to DMX's disdain for Jay-Z. Now, if you're not a hip-hop fan or know the history, this may all sound very confusing. You have to know that in the 1990s, there was a common respect these gentlemen had for one another, and it never got violent between them, but hip-hop is the only genre of music that is outwardly competitive, so any perceived or real slight causes friction. Needless to say, these gentlemen ended their beefs, needless to say, these gentlemen ended their beefs in later years. DMX recorded tracks from September 1996 to January 1998 for his debut album. During this time, his guest appearances on Mace's singles 24 Hours Live and Take What's Yours, the Lox's single Money, Power, Respect, and LL Cool J's single 4321 created a strong buzz for the for the then unsigned rapper. In February 1998, he released his debut major label single, Get At Me Dog, on Def Jam Recordings. The single received an RIAA certification of gold. His first major label album, It's Dark and Hell Is Hot, which included the single Rough Riders Anthem, was then released in May 1998. The album debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart in the US and sold over 5 million copies. In December 1998, he released his second album, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. It debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 and went multi-platinum. When officers of Fort Lee Police Department executed a search warrant on his home in 1999, DMX promptly surrendered himself on weapons possession charges. DMX faced a 1999 animal cruelty charge in Teaneck, New Jersey after a dozen pit bulls were found at his home there. The charge was dismissed after the performer agreed to accept responsibility and recorded public service announcements for an animal rights group. He released his third and best-selling album, And Then There Was X, on December 21st, 1999. It was his third album to debut at number one on the Billboard 200. Its most popular single, Party Up, Up In Here, became his first top 10 hit on the R&B charts and was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Solo Rap Performance in the 2001 Grammy Awards. The album was certified six times platinum and was nominated for Best Rap Album at the 2001 Grammy Awards as well. In 2000, DMX served a 15-day jail sentence for possession of marijuana. Also that year, DMX had made a cameo appearance in the Sum 41 music video for Makes No Difference. DMX served another jail sentence in 2001 for driving without a license and possession of marijuana. His appeal to reduce the sentence was denied. Rather, he was charged with assault for throwing objects at prison guards. After improving his legal situation, DMX returned to the studio to complete his fourth album, The Great Depression. Within its release, on October 23, 2001, it was his fourth album to debut at number one on the Billboard 200, featuring the singles Who We Be, We Right Here, and Shorty Was the Bomb. Despite the album's triple platinum certification, its commercial and critical success was lower than his previous albums. In January 2012, DMX pleaded guilty in New Jersey to 13 counts of animal cruelty, two counts of maintaining a nuisance, and one count each of disorderly conduct and possession of drug paraphernalia. He eventually plea bargained down to fines, probation, and community service, and started public service announcements against the dangers of guns and animal abuse. DMX released a diss track, They Want War, on the 2002 DJ K Slay mixtape directed at Ja Rule, who never directly responded. DMX also released the single Go to Sleep with Eminem and Obi Trice as part of the Cradle to the Grave soundtrack with numerous lines directed at Ja Rule, which wasn't a problem with Eminem or Obi Trice because they were also going to war with Ja Rule and Murder Inc. over 50 Cent. However, as time passed and the feud faded into obscurity, DMX said that he wanted to officially bring it to an end when he was released from prison in 2005, stating, Gotti came to me in jail and said, I want to make peace with you and him. I was like, alright Gotti, let's do it. Despite this, DMX 
and Ja Rule did not officially end their feud until 2009 at the VH1's Hip Hop Honors. His fifth album, Grand Champ, released in September 2003, once again debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart, placing DMX as the only musical artist in history to release five consecutive albums that debuted at number one. Singles released off the album included Where the Hood At and Get It on the Floor. After its release, he informed the public that he planned to retire and that Grand Champ was his final album. In 2004, DMX was arrested at the JFK airport on charges of cocaine possession, criminal impersonation, criminal possession of a weapon, criminal mischief, menacing, and driving under the influence of drugs or alcohol, while claiming to be a federal agent and attempting to carjack a vehicle. He was given a conditional discharge on December 8, 2004, but pleaded guilty on October 25, 2005 to violating parole. On November 18, 2005, DMX was sentenced to 70 days in jail at Rikers Island for violating parole. The lateness charge added a 10-day extension to the original 60-day sentence. DMX was released early on good behavior on December 30, 2005. DMX signed to Columbia Records in January 2006. He recorded his next album, Year of the Dog, again while switching record labels, which caused numerous delays. It was released on August 1, 2006 and missed the number one Billboard spot by only a few hundred copies. He released two more singles, Lord Give Me a Sign and We In Here. On May 9, 2008, DMX was arrested on drug and animal cruelty charges after attempting to barricade himself inside his Cave Creek, Arizona home. DMX pleaded guilty to charges of drug possession, theft, and animal cruelty stemming from an August 2007 drug raid as well as the May 2008 arrest at a hearing on December 30, 2008. He was sentenced to 90 days in jail on January 31, 2009. On January 22, 2009, DMX entered a plea agreement, change of plea, and pleaded guilty to attempted aggravated assault in jail. After serving four of six months for violating drug probation, DMX was released from jail on July 6, 2010. That day, a television pilot was filmed to portray his road to recovery. However, DMX was arrested three weeks later, and the pilot did not evolve into a series. On June 12, 2008, Def Jam Recordings released a compilation of his greatest hits. The definition of X, the pick of the litter, was the name of the album. In 2009, DMX claimed he would pursue preaching in Jersey City, New Jersey, as well as continue to produce music. He completed a gospel music album prior to his incarceration. According to TMZ, he had semi-retired to study the Bible more in an effort to give messages behind the pulpit. On July 27, 2010, DMX turned himself into Los Angeles Metropolitan Court for a reckless driving charge that he received in 2002. He was sentenced to serve 90 days in jail. On November 19, 2010, DMX was arrested in Maricopa County, Arizona on charges of violating probation for a February 24, 2009 aggravated assault on an officer while he was incarcerated. On December 20, 2010, DMX was moved to the mental health unit of the Arizona Alhambra State Prison and released on July 18, 2011. On August 24, 2011, DMX was arrested for the 10th time in Maricopa County, this time for speeding, recorded at 102 in a 65, reckless driving, and driving with a suspended license. While DMX admitted to speeding, he claimed he was driving 85 miles per hour. In 2011, Def Jam released another compilation album, The Best of DMX, which features hit singles including Where the Hood At and X Gonna Give It To Ya. On October 11, 2011, DMX performed on the 2011 BET Hip Hop Awards. He stated that he had been working non-stop every day on his seventh album, which was later entitled Undisputed. A video for a new track entitled Lost Hope was released on September 24, 2011, and was later included on the Way In EP released digitally on May 5, 2012. In late February 2012, Seven Arts Pictures acquired a catalog of DMX's music and signed DMX to a two-album deal. During a performance in New York's Santos Party House on December 25, 2011, DMX stated that the new album would be titled Undisputed and would be released on March 26, 2012. After numerous delays, the album was eventually released on September 11, 2012 and featured production from Swiss Beats, J.R. Rodham, and a guest appearance from MGK. In 2013, DMX announced that he had begun working on his eighth studio album. He collaborated with producers Swiss Beats and Dame Grease. In December of that year, after regaining his passport, he embarked on a world tour with performances in Bulgaria and Kosovo. On February 13, 2013, DMX was arrested in Spartanburg, South Carolina for driving without a driver's license. On July 26, 2013, DMX was arrested again in Greenville County, South Carolina and charged with driving under the influence of 
of alcohol, as well as driving without a license. On August 20th, 2013, Demrix was arrested again in Greer, South Carolina during a traffic stop after a car he was a passenger in made an improper U-turn. He was arrested due to an outstanding warrant for driving under suspicion. Four packages of marijuana were also found in the vehicle and he along with the driver were cited for them. On November 4th, 2013, DMX was again arrested in by the Greenville Spartanburg International Airport Police near Greer, South Carolina after police who were familiar with his prior arrest noticed DMX behind the wheel of a vehicle at the terminal. DMX was booked on charges of driving with a suspended license, having an uninsured vehicle, and driving in an unlicensed vehicle. On January 7th, 2015, Seven Arts Music announced that DMX would be releasing Redemption of the Beast the following week. However, close personal friend and reoccurring collaborator, producer, rapper, and entrepreneur Swiss Beats and DMX's management confirmed that this was false. On January 13th, 2015, Seven Arts Music released Redemption of the Beast without acquiring a legal artist contract. On January 15, 2015, it was announced by DMX's brother and manager, Montana, that DMX was no longer signed to Seven Arts Music and that they would be taking legal action against Seven Arts Music for the unauthorized release of Redemption of a Beast. Longtime collaborator Swiss Beats stated that two of the collaborators on the album would be Kanye West and Dr. Dre. On January, on June 26, 2015, DMX was arrested in New York, charged with robbery in Newark, New Jersey, and failure to pay child support. On January 14, 2015, DMX was sentenced to six months in jail for failure to pay $400,000 in child support. On December 14, 2015, an arrest warrant was issued for DMX after he missed a court hearing to address child support issues with his ex-wife, Tashira Simmons, and their four children. His 2003 song, X Go and Give It To You, was, was featured in the 2016 film Deadpool and in its trailers. On June 28, 2016, DMX released a new song, Blood Red, and it was produced by Divine Bars. On January 11, 2017, DMX released a new song produced by Swiss Beats titled Bane Is Back. On July 27th, DMX was charged with 14 federal counts of tax fraud. Federal prosecutors charged him with failing to file income tax returns from 2010 to 2015, a period when he earned at least $2.3 million. DMX pleaded guilty to a single count of tax fraud in November 2017. DMX was originally free pending sentencing, but was remanded to jail in January 2018 after leaving a drug treatment program offered by the court and relapsing with cocaine and oxycodone. In March 2018, Judge Jed S. Rakoff sentenced DMX to one year in prison followed by three years of supervised release. The court also ordered DMX to pay $2.29 million in restitution to the government. He was released from prison on January 25, 2019. On September 20, 2019, DMX signed a new record deal with Def Jam Recordings reuniting with the label for the first time since his 2003 album Grand Chance. Simmons said he became addicted to crack cocaine when he was 14 years old after Reddy Ron tricked him into smoking a marijuana cigarette laced with, laced with the drug. He also said that he had bipolar disorder. Simmons entered drug rehabilitation several times including in 2002, 2017, and 2019. On February 10, 2016, Simmons was found unresponsive in a Ramada Inn parking lot in Yonkers, New York. He was resuscitated by first responders and intravenously given Narcan, an opioid reversal drug. He responded quickly to Narcan and became semi-conscious. Simmons was subsequently rushed to the hospital. On April 2nd, 2021, at approximately 11 p.m., Simmons was rushed to White Plains Hospital, where he was reported to be in critical condition following a heart attack at his home, possibly resulting from a drug overdose. The next day, his attorney, Murray Richmond, confirmed Simmons was on life support. The same night, Simmons suffered cerebral hypoxia, oxygen deprivation to his brain, as paramedics attempted to resuscitate him for 30 minutes. His manager, Steve Rifkin, stated Simmons was comatose and that he was set to undergo tests to determine his brain's functionality, and his family will determine what's best for him there. On the morning of April 9, 2021, Simmons lost functionality in multiple essential organs and transitioned shortly after at the age of 50. It was revealed on July 8 by the Westchester County Medical Examiner's Office that Simmons' official cause of death was a cocaine-induced heart attack, a tragic ending to a tumultuous life. Nemex was in jail 30 times for various offenses, including robbery, assault, carjacking, animal cruelty, reckless driving, driving under the influence, unlicensed driving, drug possession, probation violation, failure to pay child support, pretending to be a federal agent, and tax evasion. DMX's eighth and first posthumous studio album, 
Exodus was released through Def Jam on May 28, 2021. DMX was the father of 17 children from 11 different women. He married his childhood friend, Tashiri Simmons, in 1999, and they were married for 11 years. They had four children together, Xavier, born in 1992, Tacoma, born in 1991, Sean, born in 2002, and Praise married Ela, born in 2005. In July 2010, after his first of three incarcerations that year, Tashira announced their separation. They remained friends. DMX had extramarital affairs during his marriage to Tashira, some of which produced children. He had a daughter, Sasha, born in 2002 with Patricia Trejo. In 2012, Trejo sued DMX for $1 million in unpaid child support. The case was settled in 2013. DMX and Monique Wayne, a Maryland resident, fought over her claim that he was the father of her son born in 2004. She sued him for defamation and for child support. After genetic testing proved that DMX was indeed the father. In January 2008, DMX was ordered to pay Wayne $1.5 million, but a judge vacated the judgment in May 2008. DMX also fathered a child in 2008 and fathered two children with his ex-girlfriend, Yahiri Boriega. In 2009, his daughter, Sanova Jr., was born. In 2011, his daughter, Aliyah, named after his close friend, Aliyah, was born. His 15th child, Exodus Simmons, was born to his fiancée, Desiree Lindstrom, on August 16, 2016. On December 5, 2019, DMX's 16th and 17th children, twin boys, Aiden and Caden, were born to Pebbles Juno. Now, let's go over his discography. It's Dark and Hell is Hot in 1998. Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood, also in 1998. And then there was X in 1999. The Great Depression in 2001. Grand Champ in 2003. Year of the Dog Again in 2006. Undisputed in 2012. And Exodus in 2021. His filmography includes Belly as Tommy Bunn's Bundy in 1998. Romeo Must Die as Silk and Backstage as himself in 2000. Exit Wounds as Latrell Walker in 2001. Cradle to the Grave as Anthony Fight in 2003. Never Die Alone as King David in 2004. Father of Lies as Paul in 2006. Death Toll as The Dog in 2007. Last Hour as Black Jack and Lords of the Street as Thorn in 2008. Lockjaw, Rise of the Colby Serpent as Nick and The Bleeding as Tag both in 2009. King Dog as Terrell Johnson and Blame It on the Hustle both in 2013. Top 5 as himself in 2014. Pimp as Midnight John in 2018. Beyond the Law as Detective Ray Mute in 2019. Fast and Fierce, Death Race as Davy and Chronicle of a Serial Killer as Detective White both in 2020. DMX Don't Try to Understand, a documentary released in 2021. Fast Vengeance, which is in post-production and Dogman as Cowboy, which is filming. Earl Simmons was immensely talented as an MC, a poet, and an actor. Earl Simmons had an immeasurably close relationship with God that he wasn't hesitant to share with any and everyone. Earl Simmons is a clear example of the duality of man. Earl was abused from a young age. He learned to cope with the abuse by using drugs, a practice he learned by people closest to him. Earl felt he was let down by any and everyone that was close to him at a young age, and learned that the love of dogs never waned. This is why dogs played such a large role in his life. DMX is one of the best-selling artists of all time. DMX is one of the most loved and revered MCs of all time. Thank you, Earl DMX Simmons, for everything you gave to hip-hop, to the world. Thank you for your energy, your expression, and your will. Thank you for everything you've done. Even in expressing your pain and mistakes, you've taught with openness and honesty. Thank you. And thank you for listening to this episode about the one and only DMX. Rest in peace, Earl Simmons. Next week, we are getting into two number one albums in one year, so check that out too. Thank you, and have a great day.